when I was 20 years old, we were taking meetings in New York with labels and they're like, you know, she has a great voice, but if she's saying about this, you know, subject matter and wore these clothes or wore less clothes, you know, we think that she can really be successful. So they just like try to define you in certain ways. And I won't say that's what the industry is always like, but there's a lot of that. So you just have to really stay true to who you are. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the Assyrian Podcast. This is Ninorta, your co-host from Arizona, and I am so thrilled to bring you episode 64 with the very talented Yasmin. Yasmin is a rising singer and songwriter from Los Angeles. Her impressive lyrics and powerful vocal range have put her on the spotlight. She has released singles like Half of Me, which have reached over 2 million streams on Spotify, and even Neo posted a video of her which reached over 500,000 views. Yasmin stands for authenticity and not losing yourself to reach your goals, and we get to touch on that during the interview. We also get to hear Yasmin sing, which was a great treat. Lastly, support for this podcast comes from Tony Calagaracos and the Injury Lawyers of Illinois and New York. If you know anyone that's been in a serious accident, please reach out to Tony Calagaracos. Tony has been recognized as a top 40 lawyer and a rising star by Super Lawyers Publication and has obtained multiple multi-million dollar awards. Tony can be reached at injuryrights.com or at 847-982-9516. And now, here's Yasmin. Yasmin, you're a professional musician. You start off in Detroit and then moved to Phoenix, and now you're living in Los Angeles to pursue your, your music career. What made you decide that you wanted to sing professionally? So, I feel like I can definitely give off like that cliche answer. That, okay, go for it. You know, it's, it's something that I've always wanted to do ever since I was little. It was just what I've dreamt about my whole entire life, right? And I think like once I graduated high school, that was kind of like, that's when you that's when it, the real world. Right? Yeah, that's when like, it gets real. Yeah, and you, you just ask yourself questions like, what what do I want to do every single day of my life? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when everything just pointed back towards music. Like this is what this is what I dream, dreamt about, and this is what I you know want to pursue. And it's gonna be hard, but yeah, it was it was those questions that I would constantly ask. Like, can you really wake up every day doing that what or doing you know what you don't love to do and mm-hmm. yeah that's just when I really realized it and a lot of people do that they wake up and like oh god and here we go again here we go another day you know but you're doing like, what you love to do yeah which is awesome trying to you know we're get, we'll get there guys. you will get there <laughs> you recently released a new single yeah one more drink yeah. is the name of it it's so catchy Thanks. <laughs> I love the song um, and it's getting a lot of social media hype when can we expect a, an album to be released? Man, an album. So before I moved to LA, I completed a full al- full album, and that was a nice long process. But I feel like the industry right now is such a singles game, and mm. the way I chose my route is I want to gain as much leverage as I can on my own. And in order to do that, you kind of just have to build everything on your own. And by going that route, I've been 
just releasing singles at a time. And wow. I won't be fully ready to release my album until I'm like happy with yeah. the platform that I have. Yeah. You know? So as of now, I don't have a date, but... Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. So now the industri- industry has shifted to just releasing singles I would more say, than releasing a full album and then... Yeah, I feel like a full album is, is good when you have that platform, when True. You, know, you have an audience listening. And I wouldn't, I would, you know, I wouldn't want to release a full length until I know like that audience is listening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But your social media and Spotify have been blowing up this past year with all the support and the downloads, especially with the song Half of Me. How does that feel to have reached close to a million streams on Spotify? So actually, tomorrow I just saw that tomorrow morning it will have reached a million. Wow. A million plays, yeah. That's amazing. I know. Congratulations. We're having a small moment right now. Congratulations. <laughs> That's Thank really amazing. It, it's so, it's been so crazy because this is my first song to reach a million plays on Spotify. And it's just so huge. It's like, wow, like your hard work's, it's paying off. Yes. You know, and like, I, it's just no words for that. It's, it's so cool how like so, uh, something can start in a, you know, in a studio here in Arizona mm-hmm. and then. Now it's like speaking to the whole entire world. A million people. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. That is so really cool. amazing. Has growing up in an Assyrian household been difficult with your career choice? It has not, actually. Good. Yeah. That's great. I know. Um, so before my dad got married, he was trying to pursue a career in music as well. Wow, so it runs yeah, in the family. It runs in the family. And my uncle was also, he was pursuing a career in like the R&B world. Mm-hmm. His voice is awesome. It's so it's crazy. Both my dad and my uncle. I feel like everyone in my family could sing, but yeah, they're both trying to career, uh, or excuse me, trying to pursue careers. So they they have an understanding of that passion mm-hmm. and of of you know chasing that dream. So they're so supportive. That's great. Yeah, I feel like I can't imagine what it would have been like if they weren't. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's already a hard enough industry. If so not. I can imagine. Yeah. So having their support just makes it so much better. Yes. Yeah. We always hear how hard it is to make it in the entertainment industry. Walk us through what your journey has been like. Funny, I feel like I kind of talk about that in my song, Made to Win. Mm-hmm, I was going to ask you that next. Yeah. I felt like those two questions were very... <laughs> yeah, they kind of all correlate and tie together. But um, mm-hmm. the industry is really interesting. You know, it's kind of... I feel like the end goal of, of a lot of things in the industry boils down to money. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what can we do with this artist to make the most amount of money? Mm-hmm. So sometimes they'll just look at you as a, as a product of that. Like, you know, when I was 20 years old, we were taking meetings in New York with labels, and they're like, you know, she has a great voice, but if she's saying about this, you know, subject matter, and wore these clothes or wore less clothes, you know, we think that she can really be successful. So they just like try to define you in certain ways. And I won't say that's what the industry is always like, but there's a lot of that. So you just have to really stay true to who you are. And that's why you wrote the song Made to Win. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. So our listeners can hear that song and kind of the lyrics come from your your own experience. Yeah, definitely. Definitely portrays that journey. Have there been moments where you've wanted to quit? Yeah, I think I think that's normal though. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're when you're chasing something, regardless of what industry you're in, you face a lot of obstacles in your life. It's normal to be like, this is this worth it? 
you know, I, I just don't want to do this anymore. And so yeah, there's definitely been moments like that, but you kind of snap out of that. You're like, okay, that's just a very short-lived thought, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, there's definitely been moments that I wanted to quit, but it's okay to go through that, I think. Yeah, what made you want to keep going on? When you remind yourself that it's this is what you love to do, mm -hmm. you know, this is this is what like brings your soul to life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> what does being such a successful Assyrian mean to you and how does that push you to work harder? I look at I look at my family and my my parents, you know, they practically and I feel like you're you can relate to this also, yeah. you know. Our families basically escaped they basically escaped a war, you know, to mm -hmm. come here and mm -hmm. even to go deeper, they escaped a genocide, mm -hmm. you know. And it's like I have no freaking excuse. Like they came here with nothing. <laughs> And to be able to to create what they've created and to take care of us, that inspires me so much and pushes me harder. And I feel like I feel like that's kind of like the definition definition of success is being able to take care of your family by doing what you love to do. Mm -hmm. You know, like what more could you ever want? Yeah, I think that's so important. Is yeah, waking up to doing what you love and being able to take care of your family. Mm -hmm. And I think we take it for granted sometimes. Yeah. And our parents have done a lot yeah, to, sure. to to get us here. Oh yeah, and sometimes when I'm like complaining, I'm like, okay, no, don't. <laughs> I have no reason to complain. Yeah. So your song, you have a, you had a uh, a single called Selfish. I absolutely love this song. In Chicago, we had um, an open mic night, and I was dying for somebody to do that cover oh my of Selfish, but. <laughs> I don't have a voice, so I I I, uh, I couldn't sing the song. But uh, we weren't able to get anybody to do it either. But the music, the production, the lyrics, everything is just amazing in that song. Oh, and you wear a jacket in the music video with the Arabic letter Noon on it. What made you want to wear that, and why was that important to you? My biggest reason was well, two big reasons was to represent my faith, one, mm -hmm. and to bring awareness to what's happening. Mm -hmm. You know. Right now, my platform may be small, but to go to go deeper and beyond my passion and love for music, the biggest thing that I'm most excited about is having a platform that can be reached, mm -hmm. you know, that can reach millions. And I feel like that responsibility is just so crucial and so important. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I can't wait to use my platform for is to to be a voice for the voiceless the powerless mm -hmm. so that's just that's beautiful yeah thank you yeah that's just what i can't yeah i can't wait for that and that's you're already doing that i hope you've spoken on a lot of the different panels at the certain conventions and each of us has a, has a message that we hope to communicate with the world. What's your message? I feel like there's you know there's so much that i can't wait to say and speak mm -hmm. about but my current message right now is just because this is something that's been heavy on my heart and I've been thinking about it a lot is that, you know, we're human and that's mm -hmm. something that we need to be okay with. Like, we tend to strive for perfection a lot and that in a sense kind of just sets us up for disappointment mm -hmm. because we're not perfect. We never will be. And, you know, my message would be to embrace your mistakes and embrace like the rejection because essentially that really defines your character mm -hmm. and you know, it's going to teach you a lot about what you want in life and who you are and who you want to be with and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. So I think that's my message is 
to embrace being human and all the mistakes and struggles that it comes with. Yeah. Which song has been your favorite that you've either written or performed? Right now, I want to say Made to Win. Mm-hmm. I love performing that song, especially towards the end because I get, I try to get everyone to sing along with it. So uh-huh. it's, it's so cool. Yeah, I've seen that video with where you're performing and then everybody else, you're like, come on, sing yeah, along. It's so cool when everyone's just like yelling out, we were made to win. Like, <laughs> it gives you chills because you're like, yeah, you are, everyone. Yeah. Can you sing us uh, a yeah. snippet of that song? Yeah. Darling, don't you cry when they look you in the eyes and tell you you can fly. They'll beat you with the lies. Just gotta see you win when it doesn't benefit them. We were made to amazing. I have goosebumps. Your voice is amazing. That was beautiful. Can you tell us who inspires you? Growing up, Lauren Hill was like a huge inspiration. She, you know, the way that she used her her platform and she spoke about things that were taboo and that nobody wants to talk about. And she just used her music to just say what was on her mind and Mm -hmm. her heart. And I just love that so much. And as a vocalist, as a songwriter, she just inspired me. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very inspired by songwriters because I think it's such an art to be able to like articulate a message or, or words, you know, through a song. Yeah. So I, I love songwriters. Like Ed Sheeran's amazing. Even Taylor, Taylor Swift's incredible. I know. I love her. A lot yeah. of people don't people like her, but I love her. Her. <laughs> her songwriting is just, it's genius. It's it awesome. is. Yeah. So I love songwriters. Great. And do you write most of your songs? Yes. Uh, I'm definitely a part of all my songs. That's great. Yeah, thank you. And you're a twin. How has that helped shape you growing up? You know, growing up, we actually did not get along. We fought. You didn't. Yeah, we fought a lot. Um, but then, you know, we grew out of those stages. And now it's just like the greatest thing ever because literally he's the one person that has been through everything with me and mm-hmm. vice versa and you know we we can sit back and laugh about our childhood or you know I go to him for everything and it's just easy because it's like you know it's my brother and I feel like I'll never have that with anyone else mm-hmm. so it's it's so incredible to just have that support system and that person that you can go to mm-hmm. yeah he's awesome you had gone on a mission trip to Haiti yeah. um, that must have been an amazing experience yeah incredible what did you take away from that trip? It was such an eye-opening experience. You know, I I think that was my first time really leaving the United States. Mm-hmm. And so for the first trip to leave the U.S. and to go to a third world country, and you're just like, this is really happening right now in our day and age. Literally, like, and this was right after, after the um, hurricane that mm-hmm. had happened. So it was just completely devastating to see the like people were literally sleeping on rocks and mountains and like just nothing had nothing and it was it just opened up my my mind and kind of like took me out of the bubble that I was in and I was like wow there's there's a lot of problems out out in our world outside of our world Mm -hmm. and it just really taught me taught me a lot about that Mm -hmm. and now it's just 
that that's just something that's always on my heart is to like want to help and find ways to help if I can. Mm -hmm. So absolutely. Yeah. Would you have any plans to go to Assyria one day and perform there? Yes, of course. That'd be a dream. I I can't wait for that day. Uh, hopefully, in the very near future. Do you have any plans of creating a song about Assyrians? You know, I I've written a couple that I have like I've never released mm -hmm. anything. Um, so yeah, I definitely want to do that. I think it would be so awesome. Um, once I perfect it, though. Yeah. Yeah, it has to be where I want. Great. Yeah. I was recently listening to a song by Mercy Me, and the song is called Dear Younger Me, where he's talking about, he's writing a letter to his younger self and, and telling him what he would tell himself when he was younger. Mm -hmm. What would you write in your letter to the younger version of yourself? You know, I feel like it, it kind of going based off of like, you know, basically going off of what my message would be, it would be that it's okay, you know, to go through life and to face to face mistakes and obstacles because it's gonna happen no matter what. That's something you can't run away from. And yeah, that would that would that would be my reminder to my little self. Like don't be afraid of those moments mm -hmm. and don't run away from them because they will teach you a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I kinda wanna go back to the where you were talking about how with your with the industry and, and when you meet a producer or a uh, a label and they tell you change this, do this, do that. Yeah. Can you kind of go into detail about what they asked you to do and where you kind of said, you know what, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, so there was one meeting in particular um, in New York and they were basically like, you know, wear less clothes. That was like their thing, like dress this way, have this image, and then, you know, we'll kind of spice up her songs. Like I was 20 years old, so you know, singing a little more provocatively and about, you know, mm -hmm. the, that type of subject matter. And that's when I was just, just like, what? <laughs> the, I mean, first of all, yeah, there's no way I, I could, that's not the artist that I am. And, you know, no, nothing against artists that are like that. That's mm -hmm. just, that's their path. That's, we all have different paths. And I feel like for me, that's what it was like. Definitely a wake-up call and a realization, because that was kind of when I started to get into the industry, and when I saw that, that's when I'm like, well, you know, it's time for me to de to truly develop and think about who I am and really stick to that, stick to those core values, and I think I hope that answered your question. It did. Okay. It did. Yeah, because I can imagine it can be very difficult because you want that big break. Yeah. You're so desperate for that big break and then Exactly. And and you know, you kind of like battle those thoughts like, well, this could really get me to where I want to be. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I definitely chose the longer path, mm -hmm. you know, the longer route and and that's kind of what made to wins about no matter what people say or what how they try to shape you, you know, stick to who you are because if you go the route that you don't want to go to, then you're kind of stuck now. Like, if I were to become that artist, I would probably have to live the rest of my career being mm -hmm. that person, mm -hmm. being someone that I'm not. And then what good does that do for me? Now I'm living living a life that I don't want to lead and be a person that I don't want to be. And it's like I might as well take a job that I don't want to take, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, I think if you stay persistent to, to who you want to be and 
your who what you want to do in life that with persistency and determination like you you have to win you will make it mm -hmm. i think that's so important very important and that's what makes you a unique artist and you have the backing you have the support from your listeners from all the Assyrians so keep doing what you're doing